Boy, howdy, pinkies. This is the Bay Driver. Do I have a story for you? Uh, now, I am on the run. Running for my life. Uh, so it's been several days now since Mr. Anderson and I and Piper the dog evacuated from our home due to the fires that are going on in, in uh, the interior of British Columbia. So let me tell you the story. How do I explain this one? So for a few weeks there's been a fire rolling around near our, near our neighborhood, you know, like 20 kilometers away. Uh, at a place called Adams Lake. And I live on the Shushwap Lakes. So the Shushwap Lake is a large lake. There's four or five sections of the lake. And I live on one of those sections of Shushwap Lake. And I live on the south side of Shushwap. Now, at Adams Lake, which is a little to the north and a little to the east of Shushwap Lake, there's this huge fire that's going on. You know, it's about, it was about 10,000 hectares, hectares. A hectare, not hector, that's a different guy. <laughs> but hectare is about the size of a football field. So uh, the Adams Lake fire is a, was about 10,000 10, hectares before you know, over the last few weeks, it's been rattling around around Adams Lake. Now, today is Thursday, and a week ago today, today is Thursday, August the 24th, I believe. Um, a week ago, the fire at Adams Lake was getting bad because we had a bit of a weather system go through the province and it created these really uh, high gusty winds from various you know variable winds from all directions as this weather system moved through and it really kicked up the fire in a bad way at Adams Lake now if you're tuned into any of the news in Canada which you may not be there's another major, major fire in a town, city, called Kelowna. And Kelowna is divided up into a couple of different communities. There's West Kelowna, which is its own municipality, and the Kelowna, the city of Kelowna, which is a different municipality. So on that Thursday last week, the Kelowna fires took right off, and West Kelowna, the, the city of West Kelowna, had about a hundred homes burnt to the ground by this fire. Now, so, so the Kelowna fire is a major, major fire that's going on. Okay, so let's put that to the side and come back to my house, my situation on Shushwap Lake. So this Adams Lake fire took off and there was another smaller fire little bit to the north of Adams Lake fire that got kicked up in this 
wind and weather situation and the Adams Lake fire and the Bush Creek fire joined up together and combined. They, they grew together into each other and combined into this bigger fire. <clears throat> so Thursday, we're sitting around in, you know, it's really heavy smoke at our house. Um, and it's, it's getting kind of bad and we're starting to worry about, gee, there's a lot of smoke and fire around here. I wonder if we should leave. And then Friday, things got a little worse and we started debating with me and my husband, Mr. Anderson, we're debating, do we go and get in our RV, go get get the RV from its storage location, which is, you know, 40 minutes away from where my house is, should go get the RV and load it up and be ready to go if we have to leave because of the fires. So Mr. Anderson and I debated this and we had a bit of an argument. Oh, we don't need to go. We'll do it tomorrow. Uh, It's going to be fine. Why would we bring the trailer home? Let's just take stuff to the trailer. I'm like, no, you don't understand, husband. It would be like seven trips for us to load our trailer. And we're also... A week from this particular, which is now a Friday, last Friday, this Friday day, we're a week from that day, we're supposed to be taking off to go to Palm Springs on our big two-month Palm Springs down the Gorgon Coast, Washington State, Redwood Forest, blah, blah, Los Angeles, San Diego trip to Palm Springs. Um, so we're going to, we're going to need to move our lives into the trailer anyway. So I was going to do that like today, which is Wednesday, the 24th, (laughs) not last Friday, but anyway, so there, that's another, that's another factor that we need to keep in mind during this story. So. Friday afternoon, like 3 o'clock, Mr. Anderson and I are fighting about whether we're going to go get the trailer or not. And I am thinking, I really want to get the trailer. And he's like, ah, don't worry about it. And so we didn't worry about it. And then at 6 o'clock at night, we're like uh, still, you know, figuring this out. Should I go get the trailer? No, let's not go. So we don't go get the trailer. 6 o'clock at night, Friday night. And the smoke's getting thicker, and the winds, oh, they kind of look like they're dying down. Oh, maybe it's going to be okay. You know, that fire's 20 kilometers away. We don't need to worry. So we go to bed Friday night, and, you know, sleeping away. It's 11 o'clock. You know, I'm an old man. I go to bed at 9 (laughs) o'clock. And we're sleeping away, and I get a text message. Ding, ding from my friend who lives on the other side of the lake from me. You know, there's all kinds of cabins and uh, cottages and all that, and my friend is over there. Um, 11 o'clock at night, I get a 
ding ding text message with a video of all of the houses on fire on the other side of the lake from our house. So 11 o'clock, the all the houses on the other side of the lake are burning to the ground. And I get this video of it's a guy in a boat riding his boat because the road, the fire has jumped the road and cut off all the road access, the only road access to that far side of the lake, this, the south side of the lake. And we live on the north side of the lake. So, boing, I wake up. And fortunately, it's like 10.59. I quickly turn on the news. And I see the first story on the news. Shushwap Lake, fires out of control. The whole cottage, all the cottages on the other side of the lake burned to the ground. Uh, the villages are being evacuated. Uh, so, now we're totally freaked out. And then the other thing is, I look outside my house, and there's the, the, the ash. There's ash falling down out of the sky, like these huge chunks of burnt trees and bushes, and like a, a twig, twigs falling out of the sky with, with uh, you know, all the embers burnt off of them, all the little <laughs> leaves burnt off of them. It was apocalyptic it was crazy and I look out the front you know the front window of my house where the road is and people are driving it's 11 o'clock at night it's dark and there's ash and smoke everywhere and you see people driving back and forth on our road it's kind of a main road out of our little neighborhood People are driving their pickup trucks and travel trailers and everybody is bugging out of our neighborhood. So then, okay, we're fucked, I'm thinking. So I wake up Mr. Anderson and we start packing all of our stuff into boxes and we load up our truck and our electric car because I don't want my electric car to burn to the ground. Um... Have you ever seen an electric car catch fire? It's pretty spectacular. Anyway, we took our electric car and we and our truck and we got out of there. We left at midnight on Friday night and we got to our trailer, which is 40 minutes away uh, in a, where there's no fire. <laughs> uh, the safe part of town. And uh, so we slept the night in our trailer now, through, through all of this, I'm hearing evacuation alerts and evacuation orders, which are being announced. Now, an evacuation alert means, okay, you in this neighborhood, you need to be ready to go at a moment's notice. So, you got to pack up your things and be ready to go. You have less than 15 minutes if we tell you you need to leave you have 15 minutes to go so get your shit together get your stuff ready an evacuation order means all right get out now not in 15 minutes get out now um, 
So these alerts and evacuation orders are now being placed um, in the little 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 village towns you know we live out in the country right so we got these little towns a town called Sorrento which is seven kilometers away from my house about four miles from my house Sorrento is evacuated evacuation order everybody get out of Sorrento the fire's coming and then we get an evacuation alert for half of our community called Blind Bay Half of Blind Bay is on evacuation alert, meaning get ready, you could, you could need to leave at in, within 15 minutes. So not my half of the neighborhood, but you know, three, four blocks from me, all those people in my neighborhood are on evacuation alert. And at the same time, the smoke is everywhere, the ashes coming out of the sky, and, you know, we see homes on fire across the lake. And across the lake is like a mile and a half, maybe. So, as you can imagine, we're pretty freaked out. And we're kind of afraid for our house and our lives and all that, right? So, um, Saturday morning, after we, you know, 2 o'clock in the morning, we got to our trailer. We unpacked everything and we're sleeping in our trailer in the storage, in its storage space. And um, we loaded, we know, we cooked up our trailer and we took our trailer back home Saturday morning and kind of finished packing. Now, so this is now Saturday morning, five days ago, like Saturday the 19th, let's say, I think. Um, so we finish packing and try to remember to take all the things you need to take when you're one running for your life but also we're going away for two months so we're going to be going to the United States we need our passports we need our money we need underpants and whatever else and I have to shut down my house you know we got the I take my sprinkler hoses in and my water hoses and patio furniture and get the get all get the you know I got equipment out in my shed like uh, snow blowers and wood chippers and whatever things I don't want to be stolen because my house is empty for two months I got to get all that back put away inside the securely inside the house or the garage. So uh, we're working like dogs to get ready. And of course, it's so smoky, even wearing a mask to try and get some, keep the embers out of your throat. It's so smoky working outside and we're running in and out, loading the trailer and yada, yada, yada. Okay, so Saturday, noontime roughly, we're finally ready to go and we get out of Dodge. We get out of Blind Bay away from the fires and we are heading to the lower mainland you know Vancouver area where there's no fires and the air is clean um, we're trying to get there however because the fires have jumped the highway you know there's only one or two highways from my house out and down towards the, the Vancouver area the highway is all closed up because the fucking highway is on fire. So, and it's still, that's actually, that highway is still closed right now 
five days later on Thursday the 24th um, and all of the alerts and orders and issues you know all these uh, everybody get out of here all that's still in effect and the fire is now still growing however the good thing is it appears that it's not growing towards our house uh, it's getting a little closer but not significantly closer and there's been no orders issued for our house for us to be getting out and leaving um, but here's so the situation is now Mr. Anderson and I and Piper the dog we're now safely living in our RV you know 300 miles away from our house our house is sitting there hopefully safe and not having embers coming down on it from the fires because who knows this is what happened with the Kelowna fire embers crossed over the lake and burnt down a bunch of houses and it's a real and true factor in these huge forest fires this forest fire now is like it's like 15,000 hectares now I think it could be more than that I'm not sure one of the difficulties when you don't have access to like the news um, and you don't have a good internet connection because we're living in an RV park and we're using our cellular telephonic devices to get the internet and to get the news and updates and trying to trying to find the information about exactly what is happening in your neighborhood it's slow to come because the wildfire service, the firefighters, the organization that is, you know, hopefully putting this fire out, uh, they're slow to disseminate the information. And they're not, they don't even tell you exactly what's happening at the fire. All they say is there's a fire and it's near here. And they can't, you know, they don't say, you, you don't get any good information. The only good information you get is if you have somebody who's on site or near there and can tell you, oh yeah, I see the fires moved to so-and-so. I mean, there is a bit of GIS mapping uh, websites that, that you can see where, you know, the BC Wildfire Service is showing us on a map on the, on the internet. Here's the, this is the fire line here. This is where the fire is burning. A you know, big red line around your, around the lake. <laughs> Shushwap Lake where the fire is actually burning. But that thing doesn't get updated for 24 hours or, you know, 48 hours later. So that information is also slow to come and slow to find. So, uh, we're in a bit of a, we're in a bit of a communications void as far as exactly what's happening up there. So that's a little bit frustrating. And trying to find out exactly what's happening, you know, uh, with the fires, that's a little frustrating. Um, however, I understand the government is doing the best that it can. Uh, I also am confident that our house for the time being is going to be okay the weather is kind of cooperating now we're coming out of the summer shoulder season here we're going to be coming into September 
with cooler weather. The weather is already cooling down a little bit. Um, but, you know, it's going to be ramping up again. Uh, 30 degrees Fahrenheit, which is, you know, 85, something like that. 85 degrees, 85, 90 degree temperatures. And no rain, like very, very little rain. We had the blessing of one good day of rain uh, on our fire, the Bush Creek Complex fire, as it's called now, at Adams Lake and Shuswap Lake. So that was helpful, but one day of rain is not going to put out the fire. So, you know, there's still a, a bit of a, a bit of uncertainty, and every day is a little different. Some days you think, oh, it's going to be cool. We're not going to have too many problems. Hopefully, they can they can get control of this fire. And then the next day, it'd be completely opposite, and you won't know what's going to happen. It's hot, and you look at your GIS mapping wildfire service map and the lines are getting wider and wider apart the fire is getting bigger and you see these lines moving closer and closer to your home so that's a little it's a little dicey right now it's a little nerve-wracking and you feel a little bit helpless so I don't know you know what what to make of all that it's a uh, it's, a, it's a, you know, this hell, a bit of the helpless feeling and what you can't really do anything. Really, you can't. I don't know what to do other than to protect my family and my own life. And in many ways, you know, I, I wonder, should I actually be back there? Should I be at home helping the people who need it? There's many many people who are evacuated from their homes do I do should is that where I should be and I struggle with myself I'm struggling internally about whether to run like a chicken or stay and fight <laughs> fight or flight so so that's what's happening so we're in the lower mainland now we're in a place called Chilliwack some of you will know where that is. It's now the smoke is it's pretty smoky down around here. The smoke is coming down to the lower mainland because there's huge there's numbers there's hundreds of fires right now and there's like 15 major major fires in British Columbia right now that are are wreaking havoc. Um so you know there's a lot going on. There's a lot going on in our little province. Our pretty little green province of British Columbia is burning to the ground. So, you want to go? You want to go? Nope, you're not going to go. Okay. I'm just going to let somebody go on this busy road, but they chose not to because they're not paying attention. Pay attention. Okay, so... I should stop here now because I'm driving in city, the big city of Chilliwack traffic now. Um, so, so that's the situation. So, don't worry about me. I'm fine. But I thought I should let people know. Some people have been asking on Mastodon because X is dead, if you ask me. Um, 
So I thought I should put out a little show. So here's my little show. Now, in about five days from today, next Monday, which is something like the 28th, I think, um, I'm heading across. I'm, I'm escaping Canada. <laughs> I'm getting out of this burnt-out husk of a country. <laughs> And I'm heading for, excuse me, <coughs> I'm heading for Palm Springs. So as long as California hasn't been washed away by Hurricane Hillary, um, we're going we're gonna to be down there in Palm Springs in about a month as we slowly make our way through Washington and Oregon. All right, that's it. I am the Fade Driver. You can email me, podcast at pinkwheelnuts.com. And I'll try to let you know what's going on. Um, If anything bad happens or anything good happens, let's hope for the latter. Goodbye.